Raise your hand if you want to be a full-time YouTuber. Okay, obviously I cannot see you, but odds are pretty good that if you're listening to this podcast, you're trying to monetize, you're trying to go after your passion of being a full-time content creator. But did you know there's more than one way of becoming a full-time YouTuber? There's more than one way of being able to make money from this platform. You know, there's one thing that's common to all the big content creators is the fact that they are willing to learn. They're always on the hunt to find that next bit of information. And one awesome way of learning is from somebody else's journey. Why repeat the same mistakes that they made when you can simply bypass them and go straight for the right solution? Well, today we've got a very interesting podcast. A lot of stuff is going to happen. It's going to come at you fast and furious, but this is not an episode you want to be missing. Let's do this. Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. And welcome to another episode of Tube Talk. My name is Liron Segev. I am a tech blogger, a YouTuber, and the director of customer success here at vidIQ, where every day we help creators big and small level up their channels, get more subscribers, more views in less time. So as YouTube creators, we have acquired a whole set of skills over the years. We know how to edit, we know how to do color corrections, we know how to target an audience. And those are super, super valuable skills that we can transfer into other areas of our lives. So the big question is, can we use them to monetize? Can we use them to expand beyond just having a cat video on our YouTube channel? Can we do other stuff? with the skills that we have. So today I've got my friend, the man, Owen Video. Yes, he does have a last name, but Owen Video is what he's known all around the interwebs. Owen, thank you for joining us on TubeTalk. Hey, it's good to be here, Jeremy. I'm, oh wait, no, I'm sorry, it's Leron. Oh, Le- dang. Hey, you're ready uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be here with you, bro. Oh my gosh. I like to come out swinging on a podcast interview, but I'm pumped to be here, man. Like I haven't seen you since, uh, since what? What city were we in where we last got to hang out? Oh, Belfast. Remember? Power of video. Oh my yeah. gosh. It was a while ago. It's great to hang out with you in Belfast and it's good to be on your podcast today. So I would, for those who don't know you, how would you describe Owen in a tweet? Yeah, my name is Owen Video, and I help business leaders grow their influence and their authority on YouTube. But on the side of that, I'm a YouTube content creator, man. Like, I am unemployable. I don't know how many of you guys, (laughs) you know, have been terminated, but I've been terminated 22 times in my life. In fact, I was fired twice by the same company. And, (laughs) And I remember when I lost my last job, I lost my last job in 2008, and I remember walking... Out. I was working at a radio station and I was walking out of that radio station with my box of, you know, desk Stuff. items. Yeah. And then my plant, my, my desk plant in the other hand. And I, I thought like that, this is it. I am not going back into the job force. I am going to make it big on this new YouTube platform. And never in a million years did I think I would end up where I am today, but I host two very successful Facebook Live talk shows that get hundreds of live viewers and thousands of views every single week. And I build YouTube channels as a business. Some of my clients have 300,000 subscribers, 250,000 subscribers on their channels. And, and I'm building my own channel and, and I love this industry. I love this game. So you've got all this wealth of experience. You've got all this knowledge this um, history and rich history that you're falling back on 
And now you're kind of on this YouTube platform. We're fast forwarding. It's 2020. You've got all these things, all these kind of lands in the water, all these fires are burning. Yeah. And now you're seeing something that we've spoken about. It's, it's a lot of people who are on this platform and are not understanding that YouTube is actually a business. Right. And they're making some insane mistakes. What are the kind of things that you've seen in your consulting business or, or just generally on YouTube as a whole? What are kind of some critical mistakes people are making by not treating their channel as a business? Well, you know, you're not going to get business results, you know, like that which gets measured gets improved. You think Mr. Beast doesn't like treat his channel like a business? Of course he does. Mm. Where do you think he gets the $10,000 to throw off a bridge? You know what I mean? Right. Like, Absolutely. It come from mom and dad, you know, and <laughs> there's, there's a whole lot of, uh, I, I hate to use the word immature thinking, but like try to take that with a grain of salt, like without being insulted for the, those listening. It's, it's just this immature thinking. It's just like, why don't I have that? Right. You know, and, and why can't I get that? Mm -hmm. And I understand that thinking, right? Because, you know, largely I'm a coach. And so my, you know, my channel isn't massive. It's not this massive channel. So I, I look at these uploads and I'm like, ah, oh, man, I wish I could get like, you mm -hmm. know, 50,000 views on, on one upload. So I, I understand the thinking, but, but what separates the business creator from the casual creator, the hobby creator is that the business creator goes, okay, well, what can I do better next time? Right? Yes. Like what, what am I not doing and who can I be listening to, to grow my own channel? And you know, a big, a big problem for me when, when, when we were making uh, uh, more videos for, for clients and, and whatnot, and now we, we do a lot of coaching and we, we hire out that work, but I, I wasn't, my ego was in the way. Uh -huh. And I was focusing more on like the numbers than I was on actually serving an audience and, and trying to, to serve this audience's needs. And when I focused more on the audience and like how I could serve them better, you know, then I started to see bigger results and, and, and better results from the business. And so, you know, when you treat it like a hobby, it will grow like a hobby. But when you treat it like a business, mm. right, then it will grow like a business because that's which gets measured gets improved. And, and that's something you have to think about. At the end of the day, we're emotionally invested. I mean, we've spent all this time, yeah. this effort. It's yeah. us on camera. If we are on camera, we put it out there. And basically, it's like our self-worth. The highs and lows of YouTube are fast and furious. You put out a good video, you get lots of views, you, know, you feel great, you put out the next one, it tanks, now you feel terrible. However, yep. I like the way that you're phrasing this. If we can look at it through a slightly different lens, where it's more of a business, then we one level removed. It's, yep. okay, I've put a product out there, did that product do good or not? Yeah. And if it didn't do, what can I improve on it for the next time? So when I launch the next product, i.e. the next video, it's just yeah. going to get better. There is no it failed, only it got X, right? right. So you're, when you're, you, you launch a video and you only get 1,000 views on it, it didn't fail. You just got 1,000 views. So what did you learn? That's the question we don't, we don't really ask. I ourselves. agree. What I did agree. I learn from, from this? And the same is true. The same is true with the money side, right? Like YouTube money takes some time to, to build and to grow. And, and what I see happening is a lot as I see these creators with all of these talents and skills, and they are not actually making their talents and skills available to the marketplace to help grow their channel. And here's what I mean by that. If you're a great editor, then, and you want to make money being on YouTube, then, then reach out to other YouTubers and offer to do their editing. 
for a fee, for a fee, right? You're not going to do this for free. So here, here's what that does. I mean, if you can, if you can go out there and say, I'll edit your videos for a hundred bucks a video. And I I know that's really low guys. I know editors are like, well, (laughs) you know, 3,500 a video, it's going to be my opus and I'm going to build my whole career on your video. That's garbage. That's not how YouTube works, right? Mm -hmm. You know, creators need someone who can crank out product according to a formula, right? And, and, uh, uh, Tim Schmoyer talked about this uh, at length at that same ClamorCon that I was at a couple years ago. And um, uh, we, we've heard this over and over again, but having editing guides, right? And, and, sure. and being able to uh, duplicate your editing product. But that's just one example. So now here's what that does for you. Number one, you're getting paid to edit. So you can work less hours at your dead end job. And, mm-hmm. and you are involved in someone else's channel now. So now you're going to start seeing, you're going to be like an insider in more channels. Now, what if you can pick up a second client? What if you say to them, hey, I'll edit and upload your videos. And now you have access to someone else's analytics. And, and I, this was big for me when I first started, because I was working with companies that had mailing lists and, and most of their traffic would come from, um, you know, offsite YouTube. It wasn't, it wasn't from browse features, right? It was from Mm -hmm. Um, third-party traffic and so I could see like oh that's you know this kind of content is really good for males and this is really good content for 35 to to 45 you know age group or whatever and then you even extend that you say okay well great like uh, I'll tell you what now you go out to reach out to some other company say hey how about I shoot one video with you per week I'll come into your office and and I'll I'll, go to your local real estate agent right? right who maybe you maybe you you worked with a real estate agent to get like a drone video or some of this garbage right you go in and you say, um, like, uh, hey, how about I'll shoot one video with you per week in your office for, you know, X amount of dollars. Um, and then I'll edit that video and then I'll upload it to your, your channel. And so now this is what you got going on. Now you're, you're actually building a second channel, a real estate channel that you have like full control over pretty much. You're mm-hmm. editing for this other guy on the side. And you're building your own channel that's maybe, I don't know, music lessons or, or maybe graphic design or, or Beanie Draws is our good friend. Like he does, um, you know, uh, sketching and something. So maybe it's like this hobby thing, right? But now you're, you're doing so much YouTube work that you had to quit your dead end job at the, at the burger joint or at the mm-hmm. office. <laughs> <laughs> the cubicle. Uh, the cubicle, right? <laughs> you're out of purgatory. And, and now you're, full time, you're a full-time YouTuber. That just, just I want to pause there for a second because the whole thing of being a full-time YouTuber, I want to unpack that a little bit. It, there's, a, there's a thing that people think that a full-time YouTuber means that you're earning 100% of your income from AdSense. AdSense. Okay. That is just such a myth Garbage. that's out there. Um, so what I was actually saying, if, if you missed it, rewind it. Trust me, it's going to be worth your time rewinding this a little bit. But what Owen is essentially saying is you have skills, skills yeah. that revolve around YouTube, skills that revolve around the editing process, the skills. SEO, the uploads, the thumbnails, the stuff that you're good at. Yeah. In which case, if you get paid to do that, and that is your full-time job, congratulations, you're full-time on YouTube. That's right. You know, I, I have received crap from people and I, I love them. Like I, cause here's the thing. I have met so many broke YouTubers in my life <laughs> that, that I, you just have kind of have love, but I've had people kind of snark at me and be like, well, you're not really a YouTuber. Yes, exactly. And it's like, you're not really making any money, <laughs> you know? 
um, I could throw it right back at you. Like at the end of the day, if you, you know, you want to be spending your time on YouTube and you know what, like we, we're, our, we're not even just on YouTube, man. Like That's exactly. we're, we're building Facebook live shows and, and we're consulting on like video projects. We're, we're talking, um, uh, we're, I'm even in conversations right now about a, a, a TV show about YouTube, you know, and I was called into that by you know, some of the people I know because they've seen the way that I, I present and they know that I know about the space. I'm not just in the space. In the space. But so, that's, that's critical though. I, it I would, it's, it's the distinction of being in the space and about the space is very, very important. Just because you don't have X number of subscribers doesn't automatically disqualify you as being an expert in the space. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's so big, and and you know we we keep our eyes on the fame, and look, I'm just like you guys. I wanna I wanna be famous, you know what I mean, and and I, I wanna I wanna have notoriety, and and I wanna be a, a respected guy, and 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 it, you know, and I've achieved I think a certain level of that. I way way more than I ever did when I graduated high school. Right. You know, I remember sitting on my high school, uh, um, uh, you know, like the, the it was senior night, and I would I was already kicked out of school, so I was already told I couldn't go. But my whole thing was I'm gonna sneak onto the bus. Uh, but I wasn't able to do that. And so I remember like the bus driving away with all of my, the, my classmates, right. Senior year, except for one, my best friend, my best friend in the world, Colin, love you, buddy. <laughs> sat there. He decided not to go. And he sat there with me and we just sat there with our middle fingers in the air, pointed at the buses as they all drove away. Right. Okay. And, and it's, it's sort of like, I mean, it's, it, it can either be like romantic or, or, immature however you want to think about it but, but you know um i never thought that i would be where i am today where uh, i you know i'm uh, widely respected in the industry um uh, you know working on television shows i have a regular uh, recurring news segment that i do in our on our local news channel out here in san diego i never would have thought that that would have been the case but i immersed myself in the industry yes. i picked myself up by my bootstraps right? Which some people want to say is impossible. It is not impossible. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you just keep going. You just keep, you just publish again. You know, I got to make a hashtag publish again. You know? that, that, that's a shirt waiting to be made. Oh, merch me out dog. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the thing is that it's, you have to take action. I mean, you have to put in the effort. You have yeah. to have a plan. You know, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And right. When it comes to business, we all know we have a business plan. We have a marketing plan. We have quarterly results we've got to meet. We, we have all those things, and that's purely the course of business. But yeah. for some reason, when it comes to YouTube, it's more like, oh, whatever, and you fly. Kind of At best, you maybe have a content. Yeah, we have glamorized what it means to have success on YouTube, right? right. Like Success on YouTube only counts if um, your uh, T-Series uh, or Coco Melon, right? That that's the only kind of success that counts, and and really, like that's the kind of success that mainstream culture rewards. I think the highest because completely. But but really, my good buddy uh, Leroy Dixon, right? I love this guy. He's Animal Facts. He's gonna hit a hundred thousand subscribers really really soon, and I've watched him grow from. I mean, I remember the day that he passed me, and and a, a piece of me died, right? Because it's like, wow, this guy just passed me, mm -hmm. but. But that's all, you know, that's, we kind of go through that thing. But here's my point is that he does videos on like animals and, and, and different, different types of animals. 
that is not going to appeal to everyone. And sure. you have to know where your content's at. You have to understand that, that you know, even PewDiePie, right, has sort of expanded his content to appeal to a more mainstream culture. You, you have to know that your content is niche and mm -hmm. that you're probably not going to be at the same level as some of these, as some of these other like mainstream YouTubers. And similarly, you also have to think about your personality, right? It's all, it's all well and good for you to have, um, you know, like a faceless channel where, where your face isn't on it sure. and you're, you're maybe drawing or doing art or, 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 or building woodwork or something like this. Right. But my point is this, is that like knowing like where your channel is and what your channel is, and then creating your own success for what you do. That's the miracle of YouTube. Well, what, yeah. Where we get upset is where we say, oh, here's a channel with like a strong, charismatic male personality who has a pretty face. And then here's me. I have a faceless video in a very niche industry, but I want his type of success. That yeah. you are setting yourself up for failure. Instead, you've got to look at like, hey, what can you do? Right, like maybe your channels would be great for sponsorships, of right? And, and the the different areas where you can be, um, where you can be successful. Well, and it doesn't all have to be mainstream. It doesn't all have to be sexy GoPro drone footage kind of channels only. We know of, of a channel that all they do is lawn care. Yeah, I mean, how exciting can lawn care be? But they're all in on lawn care. Yeah, they are. They have realized that they have a way to express the information, to convey that information. And guess what? There are so many companies who sell lawn care products and have no one to speak to. That's right. Guess what? Cleaning up. Oh, yeah. Um, and in fact, he's actually smart enough to recognize that he's not going to be able to replicate that success by himself. So he's now hired people in different states because the lawn is different in different states. Yeah. And now he's got this company. It's a business making serious revenue Right. All from lawn care. So don't yeah. think that it's got to be exactly what you're saying. Throw $10,000 off a bridge. And unless you can do that, don't even bother. Yeah. You know, and I, I Roger Wakefield is another oh, yeah. example. Absolutely. Uh, he's an expert plumber, you know, and he's really done a great job of staying in his lane and, and speaking to plumbers when I think with his success and his charisma, he could have easily become like, I'll teach YouTube. I'll teach plumbers how to start on YouTube, which would right. completely have derailed his success. Right. Mm -hmm. Where, whereas take the lawn care guy, take, take Roger. Y let's, let's go back to the lawn care guy for a second. Like lawn care guy now knows how to build a niche channel in lawn care. So that easily positions him to, to partner up with someone else and now do, um, uh, like flower care or like, of course, perennial of course. care landscape care right and then kind mm -hmm. of branch off into these side industries and so you know you, you can attract a sponsorship to one channel maybe that 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 brand is paying i mean just to be conservative let's say that brand is paying you a hundred grand a year to use their products and mention their products but now you start this perennial channel and because you know how to grow a youtube channel now that channel gets to a hundred thousand in 90 days or or even a year mm -hmm. and so you go back to that same brand you say hey how about you kick us down another hundred thousand and so now you've got two hundred thousand coming in from the same brand right. right to get more exposure look guys this is so in your wheelhouse and and i think so so many of us are missing the boat on this like we got hired from a, a fortune 200 brand and i i just i emphatically state that right because who says that right it's fortune <laughs> but they're like number 192 
right on to Fortune 500. They're an energy company. And I was speaking at a conference in Florida. Only time I was ever invited to this conference, by the way. And, and it was a horrible presentation. In fact, one of my, one of my good friends uh, over at Social Media Examiner, uh, he was in the audience as well. And, and afterwards, I asked him, I said, how did I do? And he looked at me and he smiled and he says, not one of your best. <laughs> so it was a horrible presentation, but in the audience was uh, the marketing director for this big uh, energy company. And they began to ask me about, you know, building a channel to, to build their brand. And what happened was, you know, they, they ended up saying, we, we don't have any of this talent. We don't have anyone with your, yes. so, you know, so I sold them the YouTube channel and then they paid me an additional to star in the YouTube channel, uh, which we actually casted my wife in that role because I was, I was too busy, but um, they paid us, you know, hundred grand, 120 grand for the, you see, but, but that's the whole thing is, is that the skills are there. And it takes a long time to understand those skills, to develop those skills, to build them up. And guess who doesn't have those t that kind of time is a business. The businesses right. that are out there that are doing traditional above the fold, below the fold, radio ads. For, I mean, who listens to radio? But radio ads and they're still doing TV and they're spending lots of money. They're not going to invest three or four years on somebody's life in, inside their company to try and learn YouTube. Right. I would much rather outsource it to somebody who's been there and done that. That's so right. if you have a channel and you're willing to, you're positioning yourself in such a way that you're willing to accept that you're going to work and get paid and help another channel grow. And that's perfectly okay. I don't understand why there's the stigma of, Unless I'm doing work for my own channel, I mustn't right. touch anybody it has else's to channel. Be my channel, and it has to be crazy. This content. Yeah, it is crazy to me, and you know it keeps you poor, right? And I, I, this is why I love America. I am a capitalist. I love what we can do with our money. You know, we, my wife and I, are personally invested in into a local uh, charity that helps women um, who have been rescued from um, sex trafficking. And, and now they're trying to get back on their feet. And like, we, we can invest, guys. We, we actually can give them money yes. to, to keep their lights on. We, we recently put heat um, in, in one of their apartment buildings because of the, the, you know, the, the donations awesome. that we made. And that's what money does, right? That's yes. how we lift each other up. And, you know, um, it's a good thing, right, to expand on your skills. And, and the YouTuber skills are so valuable in this marketplace especially in the business community where they have hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? And it's not like, I mean, the local realtor, don't get me wrong, like that's, that's a good place to start, you know? Yes. Um, but you, you also have real estate brokers and then you have commercial property lenders and you have like right. all these different people that have the money and we think, oh, I, I'll never sell that. But really they're sitting in their offices going, man, I wish we had someone that could teach us how to do YouTube. And, and, and that conversation happens daily around the country and it's in corporate offices it's a table it's a round table full of like uh like like gen what is the word like gen xers right like the i've given up kid right like gen xers and boomers sitting around a table going like man i wish we had a millennial to help us out right, right. you you're a millennial in your room making youtube videos going like man nobody wants to hire me right like exactly. it, you, you just have to kind of like go out there and i would actually start going to chamber of commerce meetings and i would actually go to um like uh, some of your some of these business networking maybe not like as a member you know just kind of go as a guest and see if it if it if it's a good group for you but you know go to meetup.com and like you see the, the thing is youtubers spend all of their time with other youtubers youtubers yes that's right? exactly and it's like, 
get, so that's been always been my thing is, is to not be in those circles, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all like great people. I love them, but there's, there's not much for me to do there, right? I want to go into these new circles. In fact, this is where our company is going now. Like we are all about finding business talent now. Like I think of myself as an executive producer and I am going out and I am looking at where are the next business leaders? Who right. is the CEO with charisma, with energy? I want to find that, that lady boss, that mom boss that, that has a great coaching company or, or maybe she's, um, you know, a copywriter and, and they're sort of these uh, they see power CEOs or, mm-hmm. or maybe even just like a, a one man show with great content. I want to put that person onto YouTube so that they can transfer their energy and their knowledge to a huge audience right. that they're not currently reaching right now. And so what I try to do is I try to get into those spaces. I actually spend more time on LinkedIn than I do on YouTube and, and yeah. maybe it's neck and neck, maybe it's neck and neck because I, I do spend a lot of time on YouTube doing research and, and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, but, you, you know, but you're hunting. I mean, that's the whole thing. You're, you're, you're looking at these platforms very differently. You're not just consuming the information, but you're looking at the people behind the camera. You're looking at their talent. You're looking at the scripting. You're looking at the lights. You're looking for those little signs of the show. Wow. I really need to dig deeper into this person. As opposed to just yeah, consume, and, consume, and we're, consume. We're looking for trends too. Like, we're yeah, of course. For, you know, like who are the next leaders of tomorrow? And and so, you know, knowing what I know of how to produce someone on YouTube, right? You give me anyone who's not afraid of the camera, and I can turn you into a video or a live video superstar. Right. So we're we're looking for those people that are you know uploading videos for their business and they're tanking, they're getting sixty mm-hmm. views you know, or they're getting a hundred views, you know, we want to show them how the algorithm works. We want to put them in front of the right, the right light and the right space at the right time. And, and we're, see our whole thing, cause I, like I told you, like, I love business and I, I love capitalism and, and I want to see your business grow and thrive because when your business grows, then you're, you're hiring, right, uh, you're hiring course. more of my people. You're, you're maybe investing in our neighborhoods and, and buying homes and rehabbing them and making our neighborhoods look better and, and improving the value of my home. So I'm going, I'm expending my time recruiting, right? right? I think this is something that, that YouTubers should do. I'm on LinkedIn looking to recruit, you know, a business leader who would translate really well on YouTube and then showing them how to do that. I found a guy today on LinkedIn. I won't mention his name because I haven't talked to him yet, but I found this guy who's already producing LinkedIn videos. And it's like, oh my gosh, this content on YouTube would be, be amazing, spectacular, right? right? Yep. And he has no idea how to do it. So I'm going out and I'm recruiting people to, to oh. plug into my system. Now, trans- now, now let's bring that back and talk to the YouTuber that's listening to this right now right? You should be out there recruiting, you know, your, on YouTube or, or on these other platforms, your next big fan, right? Or your next collaboration partner, you know, and, and sort of, you know, get into that business mindset of like, I need to get into a new audience. Well, or, or a bigger audience. Well, you know, adding a new keyword to your video ain't going to do that. Right, right? Exactly. Like, you need to go find someone who's got an audience and, and find a way to like partner with them on your next video and give them value. So give, give them, them a reason value. for them to work with you. Um, and, and maybe it's one of those relationship things. Maybe you got to build it up over time. Maybe you got to constantly engage with them on social media and Twitter and add conversations three times. But, yeah. Let three be times. in that's their our, face. Yeah. That's the three times. is kind of like our thing, right? Cause we, here's what we've noticed from a business perspective is that our clients, buy from us 
quickly after they come into contact with us, right? So the guy that's been on my email list for a year is not likely to become right. a customer. The guy that's been on my email list for a day is highly likely to become, you know, a, a, a customer. So, you know, you go out, you comment on them, on their stuff twice, and then boom, that third one is messenger or right. Right. email or something like, something like that. And I wish YouTube uh, had a better uh, yeah, know, yeah. messenger. <laughs> I know they have one, but it's... Uh, it, 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 they don't have one. I mean, let's be honest. honest. It's, it's, it's just terrible and nobody uses it ever. I wouldn't even know. If exactly. But again, it, it's what you're saying. And this is the message that's been coming throughout the, this whole chat that we've been having. It's you have to take action. Yeah. Just waiting passively as part of an audience going along for the ride is simply not going to change. You know, one of my favorite saying is, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten, you know? So rinsing and repeating what you're doing right now simply isn't going to change things. But if you treat your channel as a business, what would a business do? They would go research. They would do a SWOT analysis. I wonder how many people have actually done a SWOT analysis. And for those who don't know, that is when you look at your strength, your weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And you do that for a business. Imagine doing a SWOT analysis on your channel. Where are my strengths? Where are my opportunities? Where are my weaknesses? Where are my threats? And once you actually physically write those down, things take a different turn. You all of a sudden are much clearer as opposed to going through this rinse and repeats, deer in the headlight situation, and mm -hmm. nothing is actually changing. So Owen, love the conversation. If people want to find you, they want to get engage with you, is LinkedIn, they were Twitter. What's the best way for them to see what you're up to and keep an eye, keep an eye yeah. on you? Yeah, I'm everywhere on the web at Owen Video. That's O-W-E-N-V-I-D-E-O. -E -E and if you want to get into a conversation and like really get to know who I am, then follow me on Instagram. Uh, that's probably where I'm like, where like everywhere else we kind of automate where, what we're doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm actively and I respond to all my comments on on YouTube. So go check me out there. We're doing some brand new stuff on our channel. We're sort of like, you know, uh, revamping and, and, and doing some new things. So go, go check us out over there. And I hope that uh, you guys will join us for the journey. Perfect. And of course, we're going to have all these links in the show notes. So in case you missed anything, everything will be here. We're transcribing everything. So any part that you need to go back to is available. Owen, it's been awesome as always just having a chat and as we always do somewhere in the world, this time is over a video conferencing software. But um, you know, looking forward to seeing you at the next event. All right, for the rest of you still hanging out with us, don't forget to hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast application. And then do me one favor, you know at least one other content creator that's currently struggling, maybe doesn't have a direction, they maybe have a channel, they're doing okay, but they can be doing so much better. Let them treat their channel as a business. Share this episode with at least one other creator. Let's help each other out. We're one happy creator community. Let's stick together. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Tube Talk. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.